to say, hi, welcome to Strumpet Radio Hour. I want to say yesterday I told Susie I was going to kill myself, and she said, yay, smiley face emoji. I'm Bean. <laughs> and I'm Susie. I stand by that statement. <laughs> you should, yeah, you really should. <laughs> to be fair, moments ago you had just sent me a picture of taxidermy, and you know that's my crippling fear. So. Yeah, once you see taxidermy, you can't be held responsible. Absolutely for not. If I stab you, it's not my fault. It's my, it's my fault. Yeah. Um, stay tuned for uh, us to spend 30 minutes talking about the political debate and then conspiracy theories. Oh. If that yes. sounds not interesting, you can stop right now and I won't blame you. I will blame you. Because honestly, that's really upsetting to me that you start this episode and then stop it before you even listen to the content of the episode. Like... Susie's a snowflake. Follow us Beans on Instagram a, at yeah, Strumpet Radio. You're going to find out Bean's political alignment very soon, and boy, will you be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Trump 2020! <laughs> All right, guys, be safe, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we made it. We made it a whole year, and then we just stopped podcasting. We dropped off the face of the planet, um, to no fault of my own. It was entirely Bean that did this. So excuse me. Just uh, this only happens when both of our lives get crazy. Well, actually, the first week was my fault. Yeah, the second week was both of us. That yeah, you got me there. I drove up to Washington, and forgot about everyone besides myself. Uh, so my <laughs> that's what happens is... when you enter this state <laughs> <laughs> yeah i become a narcissistic version of myself it's awesome it's cool so, it's just regular version of yourself so y- uh well yeah okay um so yeah welcome back everyone yay hiatus yay. over we're probably gonna take another the, one the- real soon <laughs> <laughs> but we'll never announce it <laughs> you so. will never know when it's coming it's a little surprise stay on Stay on your toes, you know, stand back, stand by. Uh, exactly, exactly. Maybe someday, God, this would be amazing if I ever got this organized. We should, like, like record just goofy shit that is, is like, like write dumb stories or skits or something to record mm-hmm. and then, and then edit them and always have them as backups. So just in case <gasps> we don't have, like, a week or record, we just drop something stupid and, and dumb, but it's still, it's still content, you know? That's a good idea. Do you know what? Um, this is not even that related, but I've been watching a ton of like celebrity home tours, uh, for some reason, and most of them suck. But like, there are a few homes that are really cool. Like Dita Von Teese has this Ooh. like really dope, like two door. Sorry, I live by a road now, so if you hear like car noises, that's just how it goes. Um. I, she has this cool like two door mansion with a ton of vintage taxidermy in it that oh, you would God. love. Good lord! Uh, and then Amy Sedaris has like an <gasps> apartment in New I've York. I've seen Amy just... Sedaris's and lost my yes. mind. I was like, I want that. It's insane. I it's so beautiful, <laughs> and it's very modest too. It's like yeah. it's like the size of my apartment. Exactly. Um. Anyway, so I've been wanting to like do a mock one of those for like my apartment because they're always so like. I don't even know if pretentious is the right word, but they're just, you know, they'll go up to curtains and be like, I designed this myself with Louis Vuitton, but, but you know, yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. Cool. Okay. That's true. That's so funny because it's like, you're right. And ev- it's like everything in their house has some weird story behind it that right. isn't that interesting, but it's still a story. So they'll just walk around yeah. to your house and be like, I bought these curtains off of Amazon. <laughs> Literally. Um, Last week, I was desperate, uh, and people saw me naked several times, and I thought, I don't want to, I don't want to get on the sex offender registry. So, not yet. So that'd be funny. Too, I would too young. Too young. yeah. It's like this is my prized possession. It's a shower curtain from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, and I don't even hate the home tours. Like especially, I think there's a lot of value to having like a cool home that you put a lot of time into, but a lot of them are just like. I don't know. I bought this two million dollar, not even two. It's like eight million dollar yeah. house in Hollywood. Um, I'm not here very often. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like cool. Love it just it. yeah that it, the ones that are like that where they're just like massive mm-hmm. homes and just feel like 
like so empty empty so exactly it's like yeah it, that just feels so like typical like hollywood i don't know just uh the disconnect from reality i guess but yeah like amy sedaris is a great example because her tour mm-hmm. like her apartment is so eclectic and like funky oh insanely i love like it. i would not be able to live in it but i respect it <laughs> she has a system for everything <laughs> she does <laughs> yeah I I can't uphold those systems. I have to just not have that much stuff. Yeah, yeah. Organizing your books by color. <laughs> well, I did, I did that once. Um, but yeah, like she said, you can't find the books. Anyway, this isn't that interesting. But uh, right. Okay. Just some so, content ideas. Uh, I love it. Put that in the back. We'll do a home tour, except it's a podcast, so you can't even see anything that you're describing. <laughs> that would be so crazy. <laughs> Hey guys. Like, okay, so you can see this, but I did turn my ex husband into a rug. Um <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um yeah. uh okay, so right before we started recording, I was about to like rant about how I couldn't how I can't live out of a suitcase. Um Oh, it's horrible. It's horrific. So yeah, I, I went up to Washington for like ten days, came back to California, my living situation is still just weird in transition <laughs> and so i'm in a room with not very much space and um yeah so i've, I've had to put my my uh suitcases in a pile in the corner and like every fucking time i try to like live out of a suitcase for even just a day somehow i managed to just stir all my clothing into like a giant knot and then i can never find <laughs> anything that i have like i just <laughs> cannot find it and so it's like, it's this weird, I don't know, I don't know what's wrong with me, but yeah, if I don't have like drawers to put my clothes in, it's like, sorry, I guess they don't have clothes anymore. I guess I'm going to wear the same thing forever. Yes. That's, see, I just embraced that and I was like, I guess I'll just buy all the same outfit so that whatever I pick up, I can wear it. Mm-hmm. Usually that means I'm, you know, I can't tell what I've worn and what I haven't <laughs> it's worn. It's all dirty. But it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That reminds me. I don't know. It's I don't know if it's Greek or Roman or or or, or Norse, but there's this like myth where you know where there's like this giant knot that nobody can untie, and this priest guy goes up to the hero and he's like, "If you can untie this, you can have uh, some great reward." And the the hero guy's like, "Okay, dope." And then he just jumps up and slices the knot with his sword. Um, that's what you should do to your clothes. Yeah, you just chop them in half. Just chop them in half. Like oh here we go I found finally found my, socks. my pajamas. Um, Thank God. <laughs> yeah, I should probably do that. Yeah, I don't I don't know what my problem is. I think I'm just a like I'm just a chaotic individual when it comes to organization. Yeah. Like I and I Same. I can't like I can no matter how hard I try to not be like that I kind of just am that way. And so no, it's so hard. Yeah. So it's sorry. Yeah. How dare you interrupt me? First of all, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, and that's the thing is that like instead of like trying to become like I'm going to be an organized traveler and put everything into like mm-hmm. unique like or specific bags or whatever because I've tried to do that it doesn't work. I just need mm-hmm. I need yeah I need to have like uh, measures in place. Like it's like okay there's a dresser for me to put my clothes in there's a mm-hmm. closet for me to throw my empty bags in we're good to go but anyways this is not yeah. that interesting but this is my frustration and this is this is pot like this is my personal frustration we're, we haven't even scratched the fact that we just watched <laughs> the uh debate oh my god well that's why i said stand stand back stand by because oh, that's what um, right, right. Trump said to the Proud Boys. That's live on awesome. TV. Which I is cool. think that's so cool that he did that. No, I don't. I don't think that's cool. Yeah, I went to. Um, okay, so I moved. That's part of why we had this. Oh yeah, that that happened. Hiatus. I moved the same week that Susie was in town too. It was a very crazy it, time. Very convenient for being to just not see me. She said, "Okay, yeah, sorry, like, sorry, can't see you. I'm moving. Uh, I'm moving sorry. all over the You're place." You're like, "Oh, can I? Can I come over?" I'm like, "Oh, I don't know my address yet. Sorry, I don't." <laughs> <laughs> can't. Um, <laughs> no, it was fun. The new my new place has a cool roof. Oh, yeah. to hang out on. So we were able to have responsible hangouts. I got to meet Susie's buff. She sure did. Um. He's pretty cool, pretty, Ooh. pretty weird that you guys are related, but well, that's I fine, just I wanted know? to. I you and Sam have such a good relationship, and you guys are <laughs> our cousins, so I thought, you know what, <laughs> I gotta do the same thing, you know. 
You gotta follow my footsteps. Yeah, exactly. it really helps. It helps because you don't have to have you don't get in laws. It's just the same family. Exactly. So <laughs> family reunions are so easy. <laughs> Quick life hack for you guys. Um, what was I talking about? I moved. You moved. And so, oh yeah, I think I was saying that I have no. We started talking about the suitcase because we had to sell our dresser, so right. all of our clothes have been in garbage bags. Um, and I just kind of, you know, I try to buy things used, but I, I kind of caved and I bought these way overpriced, like 18 plastic stackable <laughs> drawers. And I'm so excited because they're kind of small and I have a, a pretty simple wardrobe. So I'm literally going to have like one drawer for every type of clothes. Whoa. It's like, okay, these are my three pairs of like joggers. Okay. These are my Damn. like five identical sweaters. I'm so hype because <laughs> I am not organized. I'm so, I'm such a fucking slob all the time. And the solution is not like Pinterest hacks where it's like, oh, just make this Make a cute organizer. Right. Like, you literally just have to treat yourself like a, like a shitty little baby. Yeah, exactly. And be like, you know what? You don't get to have more than three outfits. You can't <laughs> fucking handle it. <laughs> smart. So that's my solution. That's smart. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you're getting some awesome plastic drawers, and I'm yes. so excited for you. Thank you. I don't remember if that's where I was intending to go with that, but that's where it went. Well, okay. Um, yeah, I think that was an awesome... This is an awesome segue to the presidential debate, I think. <laughs> um, okay. Yes. Presidential debate. I mean, it's... Oh, yeah. I remember where I was going. Okay. So now I live above this... time. Now that I've moved, I live above this tiny little, like, convenience shop. So I went down there and I bought, like, a soda and cookies and chips. And the cashier was trying to make small talk with me he's like oh, are you like having a get together tonight i was like no i'm just watching the debate by myself <laughs> and I, I know i'm gonna need these that's awesome that's that's thank you that's super awesome okay well that was sorry whoa uh, hey buddy i was just okay, about Jesus to say shit. something i was about to say comments so that was gonna that was gonna say that was smart of you to be prepared ahead of time yeah because i was not stress eating i mm. yeah i just sort of i i forgot it was on um and then and then i think my grandmother said something about it and i was like oh yeah and then you mentioned in our group chat you're like oh um i'm gonna i'm just gonna watch a streamer uh do commentary mm -hmm. on it and i said that's a great idea so i did that mm -hmm. too because it was just i don't know it's like a better way to watch it it's better than watching like it actually air on like network tv it's yeah. nice to have that little bit of removal from it where you're like okay uh not everyone is a weird sheeple neoliberal sheeple that just watches the debate and goes ooh biden burned ooh. trump so bad biden's clapping back yeah. did you watch um hassan piker yes i did yeah yeah, yeah. yes oh my god um yeah so it was yeah it was a I mean, it was a painful experience, and I actually—it was horrible. It was so bad, and I managed to watch the whole thing. Um, probably, Same, probably yeah. the only reason is because uh, you and a couple other people were watching along together. Um, yeah, we were. I turned the group chat into just me, like yelling about the debate until you know other people started joining, and it was funny because I posted some screenshots of me yelling about the debate on my Instagram story and then some old friend like an older friend group was like oh get on our discord live react server so I was like in two group chats oh hell yeah trying to like trying to keep scream up. about the debate yeah it was great oh uh, that's that's good that's good yeah I don't know like it's it's I was so heated in the moment and I think that I've I've just completely numbed myself to that now because I'm like oh mm -hmm. but I mean you know like we just we got a we got a, a a nice piece of footage of Trump Trump literally like somebody said hey do you denounce white supremacy and he couldn't do it he just he could he l could not like he um <laughs> <laughs> and I okay, I don't like Trump, but I think he's generally pretty good at putting on the facade that he knows what he's talking about. Like, not to me, but it clearly works for other people. Like other people like he has completely unearned confidence in everything he says. And that was like the only time in the debate where he really like stumbled. He was just like, uh, uh what what do you want me to call them? Right. Just like, what? What are you talking about? Come on. Well, cause I feel like you could kind of see it in him that he was trying to like 
I think his instinct would would have just been to double it out and say, I absolutely do not denounce white supremacy. I think whites are supreme. And like <laughs> he he could have done that, but I think he just knew yeah. that he there's not quite enough white supremacists in this country for that to work Mm-mm. or something. I don't know. But yeah. uh yeah. No, it, it it wouldn't. Like he has to be vi- even though he wasn't that he big. Wasn't he wasn't has big. to have like plausible deniability yeah it's like it's like all the the very old people that still vote for him because they just can't fully grasp like what institutional racism is so they're just like no he's good um (laughs) he's great that's what he needs to keep i don't know i actually don't know he brought football back he brought football back but the thing is it's it was so atrocious because you know that should be an easy i mean you you kept saying that should be an easy dunk for any other candidate they should just be like you are a sexual predator and you literally like just supported white supremacy. Easy, yeah. easy debate to win. But Biden just couldn't do it. He, oh my God. He looked so bad. Like I, apparently not everybody feels this way. I was, uh, you know, going through Reddit and Twitter and <laughs> some people think Biden did a good job. I don't think he did a very good job. Like, some of his answers were fine, but he he just is no match for like Trump's energy on stage. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. It's it's because Biden is still trying to be some sort of centrist Democrat. Yeah. That just that's not going to work anymore. You have it's pathetic you, compared to Trump. Exactly. You have a far right, just like fascist out there. You're going to need somebody on the far left that's just like a socialist. It's like, hey guys you know what we should do we should have human rights you know or at the very least someone who can like get a sentence out and sound (laughs) Sound good and not stumble over his words it's like he kept saying like he kept like misspeaking and just saying like okay can you can you shush can you shush? yeah exactly i'm just like dude his most like spicy thing was like yeah he's like can you shut up and everyone's like yeah biden did it he fucking got him and it's like everyone on twitter has the clapping emoji they're like go off biden and it's like had he done that the whole debate maybe that would have been something if he kept being like hey shut the hell up you fucking idiot like but uh he didn't um naturally and then god every time it came to like talking about cops biden just kept falling back he's like well uh, there's a few bad apples but uh like he was trying so hard to like to like be against trump but also still not alienate himself i guess from pro-cop people but it's like you're not gonna get them dude you're not gonna get pro-cop people on your platform sorry no that's what was so confusing was like because trump I hate him, but when you see these debates, like it, you kind of get it. It's like I I understand why some people are into this because like he knows who he's playing to, and he doesn't care about anybody else. Whereas Biden's just being this like I don't know. This is a political podcast now. Hello, welcome. Yeah, um, we know Biden's like being this sent like oh you know they're both sides have and yeah. that just it it's doesn't work. work it's not gonna work it doesn't work when you have someone who's so willing <laughs> to like go ham mm-hmm. and just tell the proud boys to fucking load up yeah it's like- exactly <laughs> exactly like that's just it's it's atrocious to watch because it is it's like literally the voters you need are the people are like young people like people that are activists mm-hmm. and are ready for change and to like you know be involved and are you know what they, they wanted to fund the police because of institutional racism and like all these things that need to change and it's like the the democratic ticket is counting on those people voting for biden but biden just cannot for the life it's like so easy to like you know be like listen you are literally running against like the worst person you could possibly be running against like Mm -hmm. it's not that hard to get the support of everyone else but he's actually managing to do a horrible job getting it um yeah i was feeling very negatively i was feeling very negative about the whole thing and i i'm feeling i mean i'm voting for biden like no no doubt about it but i fucking hate it yeah exactly and i just like i it was just horrible to watch it feels like it's 2016 all over again where like biden's acting like he has the win in the bag (laughs) when he doesn't i don't think he does um so yeah yeah i mean yeah, not to sound like a like a fucking conspiracy theorist. I mean, this doesn't sound like that, but just the DNC is consistently just fucking everyone over. Like they're like, no, we're the we're the cool progressive party, but it's like 
let the fucking progressive candidates be nominated then. Like, imagine if Bernie Sanders It feels Sanders like they're doing nothing. There. Oh, my God. They don't God. do anything. They, they, like it, they, they want their corporate Democrats to be nominated so then they can make the money, but then they don't actually win the office. And then they're like, uh-oh, human rights no, went away. No, like, I... I'm not super caught up on, like, I don't stay super caught up to politics, but I just see all this horrible shit that Trump is doing and the Republican Party's doing, and it's just, like, nobody's pushing. Not in any real significant way. Like, nobody's pushing nope. back. Like, the D- the Democratic Party is just fucking spineless. And yes. and I feel like Biden embodies that. He d- that's literally way. it. Yeah, yeah. He's the embodiment yeah. of the spineless Democratic ticket that we've, you know, come yeah. to know uh in the in the current day and um yes. my god my god have you seen there's like a famous tweet that's like give us human rights and then like the republican party's like no and then the democratic party's like no hashtag black lives matter <laughs> like that's literally <laughs> yeah. what it is it's, and joe biden was just a fucking buzzword machine oh, like especially when they're talking about race he's like equity diversity inclusion oh i'm like thank you joe i love it slurping it Slurping right it up. up joe that was so awesome yeah so cool that was so woke of you joe so, hashtag woke <laughs> joe you did it um and i don't want to shit on biden this whole time right. uh and and make you think that i think trump did is better like he, he's not it's just so obvious to me that he's not yes um that he's the worst person ever so it's like but I, I still got a shit on Biden. Yeah, I mean that's our um, that's our civic right. It's um, our civic duty. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh man, there's too much to say about this. We should start a separate podcast. It's a political podcast, <laughs> and we only like make episodes like once every two years, and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, I see these like um political like um uh, influencers and stuff like Hassan Piker, just yeah. people who make content that's always political. I would burn out so It'd quickly. It'd be so, yeah. Oh, God. I don't yeah. know how they do it. Yeah. Yeah. Special kind of motivation or something. I don't know. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Good for them. Thank you, guys. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I feel dead inside. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just, like, it's, it, like, we we can do things like we can overcome fascism you know like other Mm -hmm. countries have done it they've overcome worse things you know people can organize Mm -hmm. and get there it's just like this weird distorted world we live in with like you know this instant access to communication on such a massive scale but by the same token people have instant access to misinformation on a huge scale and then people are really quick to to talk everyone else out of doing things that need to happen on a massive worker scale, perhaps a general strike. I don't know. Cool idea. Um, (laughs) So I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot. And then, you know, I walk away from that and then I start crying because I can't find my pajamas in my fucking knot of a suitcase. (laughs) So I don't know what's, it all comes together. (laughs) And this is how I tie it back to me. (laughs) Uh, All back. Um, Yeah. I, I, I'm feeling kind of fired up. I don't know why. Because we witnessed it should the be worst hopeless, thing but ever. Yeah, it's almost just like the debate kind of solidified for me that it's like, yeah, no, there's not merit to both sides. Mm-hmm. I mean, I already knew that, but yeah. this was just like, no, no, yeah. this is neat. This needs to end. This is great. I mean, this is just great evidence for anyone out there mm-hmm. that's still claiming that like it's a good idea to 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 weigh both sides it's like uh, we're not yeah. at that no longer is that even a thing that can be done if we had a normal republican candidate maybe i would entertain that but maybe. that's not but what that's we not have. we've we, moved so we told far the proud that. boys to stand by man i don't yep I, there's nothing left to say yeah i feel like that's all like no hate to my mom if she's listening but like all she posts on facebook is like we need both sides right. to come together I'm like, it's true, but I, man. But we're not going to. If you're voting for Trump after that. Exactly. Well, I was going to say, like, you're not going to get both sides to come together through uh, this, like, agreeing and and, um, compromising on things that are life and death situations. Like, that's not how it's going to happen. It's going to happen through just intense progressive change. And then maybe in 30 years, we'll have, like, multiple political parties. And then we'll be debating things like, where should we allocate funding? Um, schools, <laughs> healthcare, 
um community gardens and then we can debate about that <laughs> stuff rather than like oh do people of color and women deserve rights still i don't know kind of want to take them away <laughs> i don't think that would be cool not to have that you know so yeah I, I, we need like because you know I'm i'm getting socialist woke these days and it's like the reason people like donald trump have succeeded is because just so many disenfranchised like blue collar middle america workers have been completely abandoned by the Democratic Party. Right, exactly. Like, the Democrats just just pander to the cities, and then they win. Mm-hmm. And so when Trump came on the, the the TV, all these disenfranchised, you know, blue collar workers were like, "Oh my God, he's actually going to do something." Right. Well, he was radical. And it's not true. He he doesn't care about them. Yeah. But but they saw like there's a need there that isn't being met and we need to meet it so that people like Trump don't, yeah, you know, exactly. like people like Trump don't get the opportunity to pander to them. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel similar. Okay. Weird rant. I kind of feel, cause I, I think I spend so much time thinking about conspiracy theories and like white supremacy and how that's been able to thrive in this like modern age of information and accessibility. And like, there's that that dumbass white supremacist comic I sent you where, like, this blonde guy's about to kill himself, oh. and then, like, a hand comes in and is, like, nine, and then it's, like, Hitler, Hitler and he, like, stops, <laughs> stops the kid from killing himself, oh, and God. when I saw that comic, I was just, like, that could be... You could replace Hitler with Jesus, and that's, like, a common Christian right. comic, because yeah. there's just some... Like, these people are being radicalized because, like, white supremacists are the only group telling them they have inherent value. Yeah. And so there's some need there that isn't being met that we need to figure out before these people make it to 4chan. Uh, so uh, That's very true. Um, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's unfortunate because very, like, these needs are things that, you know, could be met if we were mm-hmm. ever able to attain the proper resources and like, you know, mm-hmm. just, just, you know, accessibility to things like education and housing and, and stuff that like people, this causes this like unrest, like this, you know, mm-hmm. like national unrest and, and like um, instability. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, that's also like, I mean, that's a sort of a, that's a theory within social sciences that people people are quick to grab onto religion and cults and things like that when there's mm-hmm. like just instability, um, political instability and that kind of thing. And so, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, all of that is contributing to what you're saying in that like, yeah, then white supremacists are just happy to go in and be like, you're better. Mm-hmm. You deserve better. Here's what you, sh- mm-hmm. you know, here you get this, uh, you get to join our community. And, um, mm-hmm. and people have this, they have this rage and anger towards the system, but they don't know what it is exactly. So then white supremacists tell them, that it's towards other races and you know right. these things rather than like oh no it's literally towards the people that are just siphoning the money out of <laughs> the working class and every other person so they can buy 12 yachts um paying 750 in income taxes yeah so <laughs> uh yeah it's uh it's a lot it's a lot to chew on to chew on munch on that chomp 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 <laughs> um but you know Call your senators and vote, and I'm not even going to get into the Supreme Court thing. Oh, God. God. (laughs) I can't. Ruth died on the day. Was it the the first day we were going to hang out when you came here? Yes, I believe. Like, you you just texted me, and you're like, oh, RBG RBG just died. And I was like, oh, no. Exactly. I was like, hmm. That, I did Mm. not need to hear that. (laughs) Can't wait to chill with the homies. (laughs) Yeah. While we still can't, while we're still allowed to. Yes. Totally. Yes. I'm feeling all. feeling a lot happier about my copper IUD right now because it's good until 2030. 2030. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we have our shit together by then. Yeah. Then you can pop that sucker out and no one's going to throw a pop baby in out. there. Pop it out and get my whole fucking uterus Just removed. Pop that out too. Donated. I want to donate my uterus to the state. You should do um, it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they want it so bad they can have it. Yeah, yeah. You want this fucking thing? Take it. Take it. Take yeah, it. Take it. It's your problem now. <laughs> okay. That was fun. That was that felt good. You know, honestly, that felt good to get that it out did. there. It did. Um 
So we got thirty minutes of political ranting. Political ranting. That is actually pretty unusual for us. We don't normally get that political. I mean, it's hard not to right now. Like, like not in such explicit terms. Yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, it's just yeah. I mean, I feel like it's because it's because very often it's like okay, the political things I can talk about are like, you know, stuff that I think you know at least you and i are are just very aware of and then it's it's just like mm-hmm. this podcast is so bullshitty that it feels almost like wrong <laughs> to try to tie it together and be like you know this yeah. serious <laughs> issue i know i just talked about like being being covered and like catch up and come but um right. let's talk about yeah. this public housing sorry i conjure that image oh, in your mind i didn't i you know yeah. that was really rude of me it's okay i sent you some tax <laughs> yeah. so that's, that's only fair it's fair i actually almost thought about sending you a picture of ketchup in response to that but then i said Susie, no that's too mean <laughs> it, that would probably have been fair but i appreciate that you did not <laughs> um anyways yeah it i don't know but then like to just i mean we're, we're coming off of having watched a, just a debate on you know national tv where the current president just stated to to you know white supremacist groups that they should stand by and it's like uh yeah let's maybe not ignore uh, that right now let's not pretend like that's didn't just happen <laughs> Right. There's also, I mean, dude, if I wish this were um, like a comedy skit, because there were so many amazing lines from that debate. Just like Trump being like, uh, China ate your lunch, Joe. And then in Joe Biden being like, my son did nothing yeah. wrong. <laughs> what? What was fucking geezers up here? Oh, God, it was so <laughs> weird. Oh, my God. Joe Biden being like, my son. My, how dare you talk ill of my son my son did nothing wrong he fought in iraq (laughs) i mean maybe i'm misremembering but he brought it up as in like a kind of sleazy like brownie points attempt i thought it was kind of like oh my son's a veteran yeah and then trump attacked his son's drug addiction which isn't cool either no and it was just a mess it's like okay great like a savvy politician would know not to bring that up they would know yeah, that some he's not savvy he's well because he's ancient um he's, he's so sleepy i i was well i was <laughs> thinking about the fact that like he has a team of like super you know i know so like people that are on it like they would have been prepping him for like weeks in advance i'm like okay we have this debate we're gonna do this we're gonna and somehow he still manages to be <laughs> I mean, and they have all of 2016 to learn from, you know, and all of the last four years. And everyone, like, knows how Trump is going to be. He hasn't changed. He hasn't changed at all. Yeah. Ah, amazing. And, uh, you know, and and I think Hassan Piker was the one who said this, like, a better candidate wouldn't have changed Trump's behavior. But, like, Trump is a, in reality, a very thin-skinned man. And, like, a smarter person would know how to, like, get to him and like poke at oh him. exactly and joe biden just doesn't right because yeah. it's like he's i think he's just somebody that needs to be attacked in his confidence because it's like clearly mm-hmm. you know trump's never gonna fold to any like you know like i i have the data right here that shows that you were lying he's never gonna respond to that he's never gonna no and his base doesn't care they don't care they don't exactly. care that he's lying exactly yeah so if you like pull the string of his confidence and then he crumbles and like starts fumbling his words that's where people are like wait a minute or yeah. supreme leader uh, is maybe not as supreme as we thought he was i don't know you and know? he acted like a lunatic the whole time i'm just like so pessimistic now that like anyone who's still on his side they're like down for that kind of lunacy like, oh 100 they're down with it i mean and you know um, like we already kind of knew that like like yeah you know I, I mean, it's just like, tw- I mean, it, it was a 2017 when the Charlottesville incident where the Nazis mm. marched in and then a- another clearly obvious, like, denounced the Nazis maybe. And he didn't. He was like, there were yeah, he's good like, people on both sides. And it was like, no, there what? wasn't. There was not. There were good people with the Nazis? No. Like, what? This isn't like, a, oh, there were Republicans and Democrats there. It's like there were Nazis, <laughs> there were Nazis and there were citizens. And there were people that weren't Nazis. <laughs> and the Nazis yeah. killed someone, so... <laughs> He's like, well, there's good people on both sides. Especially the guy who killed someone. That, that, I guy, like that guy He's a fine young man right there. He's my <laughs> He's so good at football. By the way, <laughs> I'm bringing football back. Oh, God. So yeah, I don't know. Um, that was a good. That was a good quote too. It was like, 
I brought football back. Like when people were interrogating him about the the two hundred thousand plus deaths. Like, well, at least I can watch ball go fast on my TV. <laughs> football man throw ball. Me happy now. But then football man kneel for flag and me, me angry. angry. <laughs> football man don't understand man with gun in other country. Man die for country. <laughs> football man don't understand that. I love man with gun in other country, but not when he comes back and needs housing. <laughs> man turned okay. into socialist. Nah. <laughs> What happened to his gun? Um, this is great. This is a great bit. This is really good. <laughs> so that's it. That's that. Uh, how, how have you been lately? I'm eating a Twix right now. Okay, I can take this one. Well, no, I'm just... um, I've been good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I should have expected that. Um. Yeah. No, you know, I'm fine. I like I said, I'm. I'm in a little bit of a chaotic situation right now with like where I'm staying mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm hoping that that gets better in the next coming weeks. Um, I mean, obviously, like it's just like that thing where it's like things could be so much worse, but I'm frustrated because California mm-hmm. is on fire because we just won't rake our damn leaves. Okay, start raking your leaves more, Susie. I know we're not raking our leaves. Forest management is just not being taken it's a mess. care of. It's yeah, it's a, it's a disaster Nightmare. over here. So anyways, we're still on fire and it's 100 degrees. So I can't really go outside. And I think that that's what's making every that's what's making me so grumpy lately. So I'm just like, can't go outside. Mm-hmm. I'm in a room that's full of stuff. Help. Mm-hmm. Help. So I'm, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I'm glad we're back. This is really cathartic. Me too. So. I missed podcasting. I really did. Um, yeah, I just had, so I had like everything happen at once because we... We moved, like, we were looking at places to move, but uh, it happened kind of abruptly and at not a great time because it's, like, the week before school starts. So, um, and there's, like, a, a an overlap in our lease, and so we had to, like, just do all this shit at once. We had to get movers. We had to, like, pack everything. Um, and moving's just a goddamn... So, it's so exhausting. Oh, my like, God. Like, there were just three or four days where I like never chilled out you know I never like sat down to do something fun it's awful it was just like I'm up till five packing and then the movers are here at like you know 10 a.m I'm like all right let's fucking rumble <laughs> uh so and then we had our virtual comedy show which was fun it was my first comedy show as the president Ooh. and um I remember my friend who was part of, who was uh, in charge of a different RSO. He was like, when I became president, he was like, uh, "You're you're the right person for the job because you care about the club, but it is going to make the club less fun because, you know, for that show, I was literally like only half watching the performances because I was doing all these other things to make sure the show ran right. smoothly. But right. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that aspect of like, okay, I can like." make sure the performers can do their thing and because it was on zoom so i was literally like just muting people all the time anytime like some crazy shit was going on oh that's funny their mics i was like gotta mute mute um yeah it was fun though it was a lot of fun and now school starts tomorrow <gasps> ow, ow, ow. so i feel like i can finally kind of breathe but good yeah good because that mm-hmm. was that was that's a lot that is so much it's a lot can't even fathom doing all that. It's a lot. I, I'm. I know. I'm. We. Oh. Oh. I was gonna what say I'm incapable of handling even one life event, much less like right. several at once. So good for you. I relate to that. I don't know. I've changed a lot this year, and kind of like, I feel like I, I decided to, instead of just avoiding lots of things, I, I was like, let's just try and do a lot of things and see what happens. <laughs> still a work in progress we'll see yeah what the verdict is but learning curve um we did our walkthrough our final walkthrough on our old place yesterday so we're finally officially out of that place and in this place and that feels good. yeah i was gonna ask how does that feel well good i'm glad maybe it's like a metaphor for your life transitioning 
new things. Always tra- transitioning to half a mile away, new apartment. Exactly, exactly. There were pros and cons to that because we were like, oh, we can just walk stuff over to our new apartment. But also then it was like we were making a billion trips because it's like, oh, we'll just walk we'll just this walk. over later. We don't need a car. We'll, we'll walk. Let's just walk. Let's <laughs> like, walk this couch over real quick. Yeah, it's still, it's still <laughs> a little bit of a walk. So it's a little yeah. rough. Um, cool. Well, I saw your new apartment and I like, yeah, I said that it's, it's juicy right there. It's so cozy. It's so much nicer than the. the yeah, ones. yeah, definitely less haunted vibes to it, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I like so like I liked the old place. My old place was really um, ancient. It was built in the twenties, and if they would just put a little bit of love and care into that apartment, right. like it would be a really nice apartment. But they hadn't updated anything in forever. Yeah. And it was our first apartment, so we didn't really know. We're like, oh, this will be fine. But it was very quickly such a nuisance. It's like, yeah. oh, the floor tiles are coming up. The <laughs> fucking sink is a million years old. Yeah, Everything's falling apart. And and it's not because old buildings are bad. It's because the apartment management, just didn't... as soon as they get you in that lease, they're just like, all right, yeah, we got one. <laughs> we got one. We don't have to do anything else now. <laughs> don't need to do anything at all. Yeah. Ugh, God, that's annoying. Um. Yeah. Well, I'm glad then. I'm glad that you're somewhere with. I don't know. It's, it just it's it eases a lot of stress to be able to just like not have mm-hmm. to worry about certain things and and. I mean, uh, I was just so impressed with management because like when we toured the place, there was like this huge burn on the counter, and so we're like, oh, there are the counters being replaced before we move in, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The next time we come over, brand new countertops. It's like that shit would never happen yeah. in our old place. Dude. We used to have to email like 10 times just to get a response. That's Because that's the type of thing that that like uh, that likely what a Seattle landlord would like to do is uh, have you mm-hmm. have you move in and um, with the burn on the counter. And then when you move out, they charge mm-hmm. you and they say, well, you fucked up yeah. these counters, bro. <laughs> what the hell and then you're like i literally did not you were there you saw and they're like "Mm, i don't think so that'll be eight hundred dollars please you're like what it's like our deposit was only (laughs) five (laughs) hundred yeah no that was how the old place was because like we got in and the window didn't close all the way and like through our the freezer door came off (laughs) within our first week and like we realized it had just been glued there to begin with and, like, the tiles, I literally don't know what was happening. The kitchen floor tiles just started coming up. Oh, like, God. we would just walk on them, and then it would be, like, stuck to our foot. And we're like, what's happening? <laughs> like, we're not doing this. Like, we're considerate tenants. This oh is just God. happening all around us. Ugh. Yeah, sorry. This is not that entertaining, but that's the... Uh, that's the tea, though. That's the tea. I just wish if 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 landlords or managers would just put a little bit of love like just care a little bit about the places that you're in charge of yeah and it makes all the difference yeah yeah well no sorry sorry you don't get that (laughs) no (laughs) we just want your money i don't want to i don't want to um (laughs) and even though you're paying just an absurd amount of money for it i don't want to so much Uh, yeah don't want to thank you seattle uh no one else does it so they can get away with it (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i'm so i'm hopefully moving into a trailer uh soon which is amazing that's a new step in my life i become a trailer girl um yeah dude i love trailers i'm excited for you well yeah that's a funny thing is i'd never even considered a trailer to be like Uh an like a living i'm like who would want to live in a trailer but then like just given my circumstances given how they've been the last few months i'm like that sounds actually Mm -hmm. perfect i'm like i just go that's bet like you get your own kitchen space yeah exactly you just get your own little space and and then Mm -hmm. you, you don't have to pay rent on it um, and then I, I happen to be in the right circumstance, so I don't have to mm-hmm. even worry about where it's going to go. Also, I don't, I, mm-hmm. I'm don't. i so fucking lucky because it's actually not even my trailer. Somebody else's. It's my parents. Oh, someone else has one already? Uh, no, my parents are getting one. So uh, That's so exciting. Yeah. I, I, um... So I'm still technically like just mooching off my parents, but I pretend like I'm not. <laughs> say, this is, this is my space. And then my parents say, we want to go camping. Give it back. And I say, damn it. <laughs> I'm homeless. <laughs> no, dude, trailers are amazing. Um, Sam and I are like looking into, you know, doing a 
trailer lifestyle for for a little while and i was amazed by how like you can get a nice trailer for like a, a pretty decent amount of money considering you don't have to pay rent if you if you play your cards right that's the thing that's the thing about them um which i'm so mm -hmm. surprised by and yeah i don't know maybe there's a secret catch like maybe trailers are actually awful uh i mean they're tiny they're small you know, but i mean not, a lot of apartments yeah. are tiny too and people are paying like a lot of money for them and and uh you know you could quickly just like you know if you if you spend like thirteen thousand dollars on a used trailer it's pretty it's pretty quick mm -hmm. to make that rent back than like that you'd be paying oh 100 percent. so that's you can get like new nice trailers for like ten thousand and that's like less than what six months rent i don't know i can't do math seven eight months rent who knows, I, who, knows? who knows kind of nutty <laughs> But you also have to be okay with living in a trailer, so there's yes. that. And if you're driving around, there's gas and stuff. Yeah, but. yeah, exactly. Once you once you factor in that van life tax, uh, <laughs> but it wouldn't be van life. Van it'd life be, is a scam. It'd be a step up from van life. Uh, no, dude, trailer life is like more affordable and better than van life, and you can't change my mind. Guys, like, van life is a fucking social media trend. I mean, please stop alienating all our van life. <laughs> fans <laughs> listen a lot of our fans listen to our podcast as they're driving around in their van looking for their next place that they're gonna park it and then take pictures Look. for instagram so i don't appreciate you alienating that part of our audience okay okay van lifers first of all have fun not being able to stand up in your home <laughs> second of all any vehicle that has a motor depreciates in value so rapidly but if you have a trailer, you can always just hook it up to whatever car can pull it, right. and it doesn't depreciate nearly as fast, and it can be renovated for pretty much ever, and people will buy it people from you when you're done. Pay good money. Well, that's also the thing with the trailer, which is nice, is that you, you know, you use it, and then you say, "Oh, I got this trailer." I mean, this is if you're mentally privileged and have like the property to do so. Park it on the property. <laughs> yeah. Say that's an Airbnb, bitch. Pay me sixty dollars oh, a night. That's the dream. <laughs> Ten dollars a night. Come shit in my trailer. Come <laughs> shit in it. That's all you gotta do here. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, you know, we we cracked the code actually on living expenses. Yes. Me and Bean did. So we did. come to us for financial to... advice. My financial advice is um, don't live in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, stay away so... from the coast. They're very expensive. Just, yeah, the coast. <laughs> So I'll move to middle America and make the Democrats listen to us. Yeah, I think we can do it. Who wants everyone, all our listeners, let's go move to Wyoming together. Ooh, Wyoming. What do they have there? I've heard Arkansas is really beautiful. Oh, is it? But it's like a super, super red state. That's, yeah, because that's all I can ever think of. Like, I never even think of like, oh, what does Arkansas look like? Like, I could exclusively mm -hmm. think of it as like the place where Bill Clinton is from and it's a super <laughs> fucking red state, so... Yeah, there's like a town in Arkansas that's like famous for its super racist billboards. I don't remember the name. Oh God, that's awful. But yeah, it's cool. No, a lot of Middle America is like insanely gorgeous. Like I forget we live in a beautiful country because I'm just on the in the city. Yeah, in the smog. Yeah, exactly. And you're and you're thinking about the. Well, okay. This okay. So on my drive back from to California from Washington, I we we took the long way uh, on mm -hmm. the coast, and like that's a fucking ridiculously beautiful drive because you're just going mm -hmm. through, you're going next to the ocean, and then you're driving through redwoods, and it's just like, oh my god, this is beautiful. Oh my god! But you pass through rural Oregon, which I always forget is like just crazy conservative and weird. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, tons of like Trump signs, and it's like, blech. so then you're like passing this beautiful scenery, and you're like, this is so nice. And then you pass some guy selling Trump gear from his just absolutely decrepit car, <laughs> and you're like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> What's happening? Um, and okay, so this was a fun story from the trip. We stayed at a luxurious Motel 6 on the way down. And um, the next morning, I was like, okay, you know, let's just do a quick drive-through breakfast or whatever. So I Googled, like, good breakfast places in the area. Found this coffee uh -huh. stand. It was a drive-through. It seemed like they sold a lot of food. So I'm like, okay, so excited to go to the coffee stand. So and it's, like, a little out of the way, you know, maybe, like, an extra 10 minutes to get there and then back onto uh -huh. the, to the highway. So we drive there. We pull up to the window. 
the guy opens the window and he's just not wearing a mask and he's like hey guys how's it going and i'm just like whoa and i just like sit there and stare and i'm like uh you know we need another minute to decide and he's like okay and then he just right away (laughs) and like yeah i was like i don't even know i was like what the what the hell? That's nuts. Like you work in a drive-through. Like you are only harming yourself by not wearing a mask. Like people, I know. And it's like, I, and like businesses are supposed to. Well, that's the thing is, I it, thought, like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Well, most and most of them have. Um, but yeah, yeah. there's just some sneaky little little chains or not chains, uh, sneaky little like mm-hmm. independent places with people that apparently just hate health and um, they just say <laughs> they love to die. <laughs> yeah, they they love to die. They love to kill others. Uh yeah, mm-hmm. so I did not I did not like that experience because I was just like, what am I supposed to? I'm like, should I say something? I'm like, I don't want them to spit on me though. I feel like an anti-masker <laughs> would like spit on me if I was like, hey, uh, maybe should wear a mask. I don't know. I was so caught off guard by it. Yeah, too. Like, I was like, gonna no, it's order hard my too, coffee, gonna get my bagel. I was so pumped, uh-huh. pull up, and I'm like, ah, damn it, damn it. I mean, it's hard too because you reasonably could be like, oh, would you mind putting a mask on? You right. could even say like, I'm immunocompromised or something to make it a thing right um but it's just like the reactions that i've seen from people makes me just want to avoid it altogether because you never know when it's going to be an insane person who just like (sighs) yeah goes goes crazy on you right that's that's kind of the issue and and yeah. it's like, and I, I guess like food service too. I'm just extra concerned because I'm like, that's food. well, yeah. Like yeah. they're, I, they're not willing to wear a mask at the window where like people are interacting. They're probably not going to care about the cleanliness of your food. So, yeah. um, big yikes from me. But thankfully, we drove like an hour, stopped in the next town, and there was a coffee shop or a, a coffee stand where she was wearing a mask. And I said, God bless nice. you. And I just left her a $2 tip. I said, that's for wearing Ooh. a mask. Here's $2. Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was just, that was a, I mean, it's a, a, we all have experiences like that, but it was just very jarring to be like, wait, yeah. this is dumb. <laughs> yeah. went on, maybe. I know, because Seattle's pretty, actually pretty adamant about mask wearing i i don't see a lot of people without them Good. um i even saw a dude tripping balls in the street yesterday and he had a mask on. Good for like, okay <laughs> you know, good for you buddy good for you pal <laughs> um yeah the anti-mask stuff is a, a very sad death cult um i've i've read a few different accounts you know from nurses of like people who get covid and like they were anti-maskers and they like die from it and it's not even like a cool like oh justice thing it's just like they were did i already say this on the podcast I maybe i did think so it's just like they were so indoctrinated yeah uh, against themselves for like really minor political gain and then they just died because of it like it's a really just sad death cult i don't yeah know what else to call it yeah, I mean, I yeah. can't, like, I can't, that, it's something that I truly cannot wrap my head around, other than just, like, you know, the fact that we live in a, in a, a country that taught us, like, individualism to the most extreme degree, and so then, like, mm-hmm. the moment, like, when people that have internalized that so completely and are just, like, yes, freedom is when I'm allowed to do things that only I decide but they actually are always dictated. All their actions are dictated by other things all the time. They just don't realize it. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, the moment that the government is like, hey, this is a thing we all got to do because it's 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 mm-hmm. just we got to do it for health reasons. People are like, but, 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 but that's not, that's not what, that's not what they told me. That, that's not what freedom is. I don't know. It's just like bizarre. What are, what are they scared of? Because I saw a right? comment. They're scared like, of I'm something. genuinely curious. <laughs> yeah, they're, they are afraid of something. I saw a comment on my mom made a Facebook post about wearing masks or something. And then someone said like, well, where's the line for what the government oh, can that's tell what us it is. to wear? Yep. yep. And I'm like, well, what are you afraid of the government making you wear? Like, is a lot of times they'll be like, uh, like the Islamophobia will come out. Yeah, like yeah. The government's Instantly. gonna make us wear a hijab. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't or it's like, oh, the covers. government's gonna start making us wear like pink triangles and uh, stars of David. I, it's just oh my so God. Yeah. bizarre to me. And I get it. Like, I understand not wanting 
the government to tell you what to wear. Like, if the government came out and was like, hey, you need to wear fucking, um, uh, uh you need, uh, Jesus, I can't think of anything. Hats. Uh, everyone Orange needs hats. to wear purple hats yeah. all the time, and we're not going to give you a reason why. <laughs> then, yeah, I'd have a problem yeah. with that, but it's like, hey, you need to wear this to keep other people safe and yourself safe. Because a pandemic's happening. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I'll do it. It makes sense. You have, the, you have the medical data to back it up. You know, I'm here for it. I'm here. But uh, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, I think it's just people that have, have already conditioned themselves to not listen to any, like, credible sources. Because they are, believe that they're out to get them for, you know, for reasons right. that just go back to conspiracy theories, really. But, like... You know, they're, they're so, so therefore they're just so quick to deny everything that the government is like citing as like, or, you know, even just like the the CDC or like other countries being like, listen, you Mm -hmm. have to do this or it will not go away. And you're like, bullshit. You just want (laughs) to infringe on my freedom and also um, give me like carbon monoxide poisoning through my own breath. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I, I, it really is like, what's the motivation? I feel that way for a lot of conspiracies, especially like flat Earth. It's like, what? Why? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the point of allocating <laughs> resources what are we to convince you? <laughs> yeah, like who? Because obviously, I think, okay, the question of who profits is a smart question to ask. And that's a question that conspiracy theorists ask. But somehow, they always come to the wrong, most outlandish conclusions. Like, because there's there's merit to being like, oh, I think the government just wants to profit from this. Right, being... But instead, they're like, I think the, the Jews... It's Yeah, it's always anti-Semitic. Control- yeah, it's like, wait, where is <laughs> It's this? like, what? It's, yeah, because exactly, like, there's there's good reason to have, like critical thought and to to think about things Mm -hmm. and 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 yeah ask who's profiting especially because we live in such a capitalism like driven society that just does Mm -hmm. not care if people live or die um right good to ask those things but yeah people ask them in ways that are absurd and then get these absurd conclusions and then refuse to listen to anyone else and it's like and they ask it about the wrong things yeah like they don't (laughs) ask it about like private health right exactly they're not like who's profiting from this Maybe we should consider uh, fighting against it. Instead, they're like, so- the globe companies are profiting off of round globes. And I'm here to yeah. stop that. <laughs> the companies are profiting by giving my children autism through vaccines. <laughs> it's like, why would they want to do that? <laughs> There's such an obvi- there, there are such obvious things to be conspiratorial about that aren't even conspiracy theories. It's like, oh, a lot of people are profiting off of prisons yes. and that incentivizes more people to be locked up Absolutely. and less rehabilitation. But... You know, no, they're focused on trying to give your child autism for no reason. Yeah, because just because it, it's it's funny. funny to them. It's funny. It's dude, when you give a bunch of twerps autism <laughs> with your vaccines. Oh, dude, fucking hilarious! High five, bro. That's what they imagine. High five, doctors are high doing. Five doctor, bro. in the back. <laughs> dude, just gave that lady's kids autism. Isn't that awesome? And the next guy isn't like, that awesome. And also, aren't autistic people just? really inherently not worth they're just bad live, like oh yeah they're just bad i think that we should genocide them honestly um <laughs> but because there's also that underlying right, cause it's, it's like, like oh having a kid with autism is the worst thing. it's worse than yeah. having a, a kid without autism and it's like well you should not be a fucking parent then let me tell you it's worse worse than having a kid with polio let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> I would rather my child die of measles than, God forbid, they have autism. Like that's what people are effectively doing. I know they're they're not usually explicitly stating that, but uh, it's just yeah, it's the anti-vax is is a that's a movement a I have one. a lot of thoughts on, and I hate, but I'm so intrigued by. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued by it because that one specifically comes from like mommy culture, which is really interesting. Yeah, very toxic mommy culture. Um, 
What time are we? We've been going for like an hour. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, you guys. Guys, we're so sorry. Susie and I haven't talked in a while. I guess exactly. it shows. We're exuding content right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the next episode is the anti vax episode. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. No, yeah, the the mommy. Uh, I love a conspiracy that comes from mommy culture. Yes. I love it. It is. It I is. I eat it up. It's so nutty. Um, because you know, moms. Moms care about their kids so, so much. And oh, yeah. then society also pressures them to care about their kids beyond that. Because then they're like, you know, they're scrutinized very much so if anything bad happens to their children more than dads. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of thought about, thoughts about that, too. So um, stay tuned. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, but anyway, like, so moms, you know, they already have this like sort of like given like responsibility to be afraid for their children all the time and then um and then you know of course there's like the pharmaceutical industry is is like yeah they make profit off of something so there's reason to be skeptical about certain things and ask questions and do research but yeah Mm -hmm. all that has combined into this insane toxic like weird culture of like yeah these Mm -hmm. moms coming together and being like I care so much about my children that I'm going to do research onto this weird internet forum that, that should not be allowed to exist. And I'm going to draw these conclusions and then I'm going to tell everyone else that they don't love their kids if they get them vaccinated. I don't know. You know, that was a weird way of saying all that, but like, it's just, it's wild. I get it because what makes me so sad about it is that like these moms are having their love for their children exploited yes and yes the pharmaceutical industry exploits that but also those fucking like essential oil mlms (laughs) exploit them too and and it's in it becomes a death cult just like the anti-mask thing because kids die from it like kids die because their parents don't vaccinate them or they don't take them to the doctor or they treat their cancer with lavender essential oils and it's like and it and it's just moms who are trying to do what's best for their kids yes and it just makes me so sad and like the real evil is whoever is spreading the fucking nut job anti-vax right. stuff yeah. around spreading this misinformation and, and just or yeah yeah i mean you're right with the mlms and just pe- anybody that sells like like you know this like health product or whatever this like you know mm-hmm. alternative medicine natural like i i love taking supplements okay i love taking little supplements and i'm like <laughs> maybe this will help me but like there's people that take them to such an extreme degree of being like, you need to give this to your kid. Like you have to give mm-hmm. this to your child or else they're going to die. Okay. They're going to die if you don't give, <laughs> you know, and it's like weird shit like that where it's, it's like, fear. why fear are you, why are you taking away like real actual, like, you know, um, tested and, and tried methods of preventing disease and then telling people they should take a supplement that you have no actual proof works you know, it's just, it's, it's... And they don't need to be exclusive either. Exactly. You like, can put them I'll together. I'll put... <laughs> I get a bug bite. That's peppermint essential oil, baby. Yeah. I get fucking acne. I'm taking zinc supplements. I step on a rusty nail. I'm getting the fucking tetanus vaccine because that's what you <laughs> that's do. What you do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They should absolutely go together because there's no reason <sighs> they need to be mutually exclusive. And I guess that's the one thing to say is that... I think a lot of the like anti anti vax movement does kind of mm-hmm. have this really strong abrasive like just get your kids fucking vaccinated, which I agree with. But you're telling mm-hmm. it to these moms that are so afraid for their children, and very They're often, scared. yeah, very often it's coming from like young men that have never even like entertained the the level of responsibility that like falls onto these women with children, mm-hmm. and so. Then they're just they're they're just gonna go further into their anti-vax hole when some shitlord is like, get your fucking kid vaccinated, bitch. It's like, okay, what are you doing here, pal? Shut. What, what are you talking about? Get out of this mommy group. Yeah, You're get not out a mommy. Here. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I feel that way about a lot of the conspiracies that are going around, and it feels weird to say like you need to be nice to like anti-vax right. moms, or even further like you need to be nice to kind of sexist dudes online who are like in the alt-right pipeline and like on their way on there you don't need to be their friend you don't need to like give any part of yourself away but like a little bit of compassion and a little bit of trying to understand where they're coming from goes so far and i think 
even less so just with strangers online, but with like people in your life. People like, you if know. You notice these yeah. behaviors. Yep. Listen, if your friends start listening to Joe Rogan, okay, it's time. <laughs> it's time to interview. You must before step it's too in. Late. <laughs> <laughs> That's your civic like, duty. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not completely shutting down people right away because it, it does. It just pushes it them away. Further, it just yeah. pushes them. Further to the people who are saying, no, you're right. You're so you're right. So and everyone else right. is Your wrong. Your friends are dumb bitches. Now please buy this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get this buy product. our products. <laughs> Vote for this fascist. Yeah. It's going to be so good. Well, um, that's a great time that's probably to good plug our sponsor. Uh, essential oils. Um, Young living. Essential oils. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay. Uh, um, you don't love your kids if you don't just pour some fucking spearmint oil down their fucking <laughs> tiny throats, okay? <laughs> spearmint oil you think it's like you know it's like mint, it's not peppermint it's, it's spearmint ki- oh it's good yeah, it's good yeah. i'm a minty hoe yeah i want I, you love mint. you pour it down your throat every night i pour it down my throat i pour it down my kids throats <laughs> we are all so sick <laughs> we are all so ill it's your body it's your body um um oh god what's it's uh it's purging, it's purging. the toxins it's cleansing cleansing yes um it's yes. so good it's so good for you <laughs> so go to youngliving.com slash strumpet radio hour. trump 2020 don't don't type that get, in. okay sorry don't type, that in. <laughs> don't type that in it's probably a thing <laughs> it probably, probably is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> the overlap of these things is absurd it is absolutely absurd <laughs> <laughs>